All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to another edition of the Gambit Podcast. I am Solo Base 15 here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk about all that happened in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes over the past week, which is amazingly a lot when you consider that there was no territory battles or GAC going on. <laughs> An impossible amount, I would say. It's, yeah. it's crazy, man. Um. Yeah, so why don't we just get into it? Um, I know what everybody else wants to talk about, so let's let's subvert expectations and let's start yeah. with the most interesting thing that happened over this past week. Finn got an Omicron. It's four territory battles. That's it. <laughs> I, I'm I'm still reading it. <laughs> I never started. <laughs> I saw I saw what it was for and i was like oh all right because not not only is it for territory battles like in the first sentence it says for territory battles and you don't have a galactic legend so you can't even do like fin lead with ray right well i'll tell you what i was reading it i i was that i'm very impressed with it actually it's it's yeah. like it's one of those that it's like, okay, so do you advise someone to ever get a, a territory battle Omicron? Like, I, I don't think that's the, the answer, but I still think uh, it seems like it's it seems pretty good to me. Like, I don't know yeah. if you haven't read it really. Um, it's, it does a lot. It, I mean, the text is so robust. It has to do a lot, but it was, it seemed <laughs> but, good. But so here's the question. If you have ray or if mm -hmm. you don't have ray do you have finn in the resistance geared up to use it all right i mean that that's the big question like why why yeah. would you there used to be a day back in the right. day when you wanted like when you when finn had a different zeta like way back when we were yeah. going hoth that it was like yeah you, you want to gear finn because territory battles he was such a boss in him and uh, like we've really pa parted ways with him now uh, he, is, he doesn't have any other use other than like as a half of a pilot on a on a bad fleet or you know a <laughs> mediocre fleet so yeah yeah like right now you, you wouldn't though I, I think you you could potentially have a jedi training ray team in which case all you have to do is gear one character yeah yeah i but anyway it's it's not even like Kyle Katarn's, where Kyle Katarn is literally, you apply it, you have Mon Mothma, and you hit auto. Well, maybe you can hit auto. I don't know. I haven't seen I haven't seen any videos of the Finn one, because obviously Territory Battle started less than 12 hours ago. But, um, you know, it's one that I will not even think about unless, unless we're two years down the line, we get a new Territory Battle, and, right. you know... Yeah. Oh yeah. It it may end up being it may end up being really important way down the line. But I agree with you. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying yeah. to say that I'm I'm just gonna go out and get it. I just for like when I read the Karth one, for instance, I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like this this is right. so stupid. Like why would I do this? Not to mention because Karth is his team is always split. It's half light side, half dark side. Like it's. It's like just so mind numbing, but this one, this one, I was like, man, this would be a cool one if, I don't know, if I just magically had the right characters, like it, it would, 
you know, you get four out of four every wave, I feel yeah. like. But I, well, I could be wrong, too. I don't know. It just looks cool. No, I just watched a video of it, and it it's, does slap pretty hard. But it uses it uses the two resistance hero bros. Sure. Um, yeah, well, which my, makes sense. My guess is that, well, you know what? You and I were just talking about how you use... Um, you use a totally different rate team. Like you could, you could potentially just split them up, couldn't you? Like you could, uh, you could still run that fin team and run your rate team. Yeah, time. but Poe is pretty important on that, on that rate team. I've oh, run Poe's on it. Okay. Yeah, I've run it without resistance hero Poe or resistance hero fin. You can use either of them. If you run it without without one of them, uh, it okay. just it it doesn't it doesn't work nearly as well. Um, and four, since we talked about this when we were off air, uh, the team is Ray, Han, Chewie, Vandor, Chewie, and Resistance Hero Poe. And the team just, I mean, wrecks every single phase. Um, you just keep, for the opening, you keep lifeblood on old school Chewbacca. And then once Vandor gets prepared, you switch lifeblood to Vandor and you win. It's, it's, it's basically that simple. Uh, but it's because Poe is, the Poe unique is dealing max health damage whenever your allies are inspired. And that's, that's why. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, and I guess I just missed the four or the fifth character there. Yeah. That's all. Um, all right. What you lost me on Vander Chewy. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I ran a. Um, I read and I've run, been running a lot of weird stuff in territory battles when it doesn't matter because you know for if I know we're going to get the stars anyways and like yeah. Dash still does pretty good even though he doesn't have the Omicron like Dash lead um, oh yeah you know I use Bando lead I most mostly like you just with those scoundrel slash smugglers like you want Han and Chewie though so um, but but yeah like it's it's fun it's fun to run those things when you can have the leisure to. And right now, right. yeah, there's there's just no reason at all to put one on Finn unless you just have the right circumstances where you're just like a pretty in a pretty low guild where you need the waves and you right. don't have other Omicrons to apply. And like there's, I don't know. There's also like he doesn't Rolo is has a better uh, has a better argument actually because at least she replaces CLS because you need a lot of guilds need CLS for platoons, uh, you know like so you put would put it on Rolo directly replace CLS, yeah, on the team and then you're you're good to go like it's it's like a perfect swap out but but it's like Finn doesn't just replace any specific character. He's not like, Oh, you really needed this character on platoons. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm here to replace them. Like, right. I, even if I wanted to, um, place Poe or place the Finn Omicron, Malgus and Grand Inquisitor coming in. I, I couldn't even if I wanted to, um, Right. Womp womp. Because uh, I basically need to save six, and I have two and a half right now. Though, I don't think we're going to end up applying all of Malgus's. Yeah, or probably Grand Inquisitors. Probably. probably. Um, and now, don't get me wrong. They all look decent, but realistically, we probably don't need them. All, all three for both of them. Right. Yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see what happens. 
obviously, but um, because the, these huge, crazy kit, like Malgus is such a crazy, huge kit. It's, it's, impo it's impossible to see exactly right. how he's going to interact with everything. And it could be that one of those Omicrons is like, oh, shoot. Yeah, that, that would have actually been really helpful. Thank you. <laughs> right. Um, all right. So. Um, all right. So the the let's see what else came out this week. Radis, dear old Radis came out this week and immediately everybody wanted him. And now the fervor has died down. Um, not to say he's bad. He's not bad. But what is he going to kill? Um, that's, that's the big question. Um, you know, he'll counter Aiden, obviously. You sure. can't, you can't kill him with troopers. Um, I watched Fatal kill some CLS teams, but my God was, it looked like Night Sisters against Grievous. Um, nice. And he, that's and the he, next clinch. <laughs> right. And he killed Jedi Master Kenobi once. Um, out of like 12 attempts. So I am not terribly excited about him. I, I think he's going to be good. When, when we get him, I'll probably use him. He just doesn't have me terribly excited. I also in territory war killed four of them with kind of four, not random teams. They were obviously good teams because we're up against cop troll and <laughs> their teams are even the rogue ones are, R5 plus. Um, but yeah, I'm I, he's he's a character. I, I think we'll probably get him R9 for a cap ship in a couple months. Right. I mean, so, okay. So, you know, the, the road ahead, of course, dropped and everything. And every like a ton of people have been telling me how disappointed they feel about, about like no, no galactic legend being. Uh, announced or whatever and I, I mean I can understand that but I guess my my rebuttal has always continued to be uh, I think I feel like we got a soft announcement for the next quote-unquote galactic legend which is yeah. going to be Admiral Radice's ship the, which, the profundity which I, I I agree with you I'm still disappointed on I don't Sure. I, I don't mind. I don't mind having another cap ship come in. I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, and I, I think it's a change and it'll be good. But I'm sitting here not farming anything. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not working towards anything specifically. And that's what I like about Galactic Legends is it, it's something to get you excited, not just yeah, I applied a couple more relic levels here. I applied a couple more relic levels there. Like, give me, give me something to chase. Give me something to make me feel good that I achieved it. Um, that's kind of what Galactic Legends are to me. Right now, I'm just kind of hanging out in the wind. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, uh, so this isn't really a rebuttal at all. Uh, I will ask, though, have you been farming? How hard have you been farming the... Um the outrider i think it's at like 55 out of 85 are you doing two refreshes one refresh uh i'm spending 200 energy on it so 
one one refresh of the node. Okay, that's fair. I, I've been doing yeah. two refreshes um, every day, and I'm I'm almost at six stars. But yeah, I mean, you you're not going to need it super soon. I mean, and it's going to be part of the the profundities, you know, requirements yeah. guaranteed. But we already have Dash. We may as well take our time a little bit. Yeah, I yeah I like. I'm putting the profundity and the GL on two different things. I, I'm, I would be excited for the profundity drop and the, the kind of soft announcement with Radis coming in. It's just that I want, I, I want another, I want another GL or another team. I want to work towards something because the last two things that they've had us work towards are like, here's four characters. Congrats. You got them. And then, Here's five characters. Congrats. You got them. It's not like. There's 13 characters. <laughs> right. And, but, and there's not like, and Grand Inquisitor, they, the second they said it's for territory wars, like all the talk about theory crafting is out the window. Um, nobody, nobody wants to talk about them. And they've held his kit so close to their chest for so long that I feel like this, this legendary character is going to drop and everyone's going to be like, Oh, okay like if you say so and kind of and kind of move on because we're applying datacrons well i mean uh, yeah the, this is this is kind of a sticking point for me like okay so so like uh my buddy hens has been super proactive in getting his um you know it, he's been he's been getting uh you know, all of his inquisitors farmed and everything. He's been spending crystals in the right places, and he will get, he he will get the the grand inquisitor for free, or for free, like as free to play, I should say. And yeah, and, and I'm like, okay, so he's he's you know end game enough for sure that he you know he should probably be chasing him. Uh, I just I just have to express like I don't know that for most people, I think it would have been a really poor choice to be working on getting inquisitors, like as they drop and everything and like trying to farm them as fast as you can to get the grand inquisitor. Like right now, regardless of his kid, I, I just don't know that for the majority of players, it would have even been wise to, well, to work on that. So here's the irony and it's CG actually did this well. Uh, and we'll talk about it with Datacrons, but the Inquisitors are going to be super OP this meta with the Datacrons that they potentially have. Um, sure. Which is going to be funny because for the past month and a half, CG has done everything in their power to make the Inquisitors look like an awful team. Like, just, I mean, every single galactic challenge that they do with them, they're like, all right, everything that the Inquisitors do. We're going to stop them from doing. And um, yeah, we're also going to put these damage modifiers in so they can't hit as hard as they normally do. So go have fun, guys. Like that's been every galactic challenge. And then yeah. uh, Grand Inquisitor is going to release. And if you get the right, if you get the right Datacrons, I mean, this Inquisitor team is just going to roll teams i mean like they're not going to take a turn type role teams and it's just going to be such the juxtaposition um and it's going to be fun to see people's reactions with it 
And then in three months, the Datacrons will go away and I'll be left without them. I'll be like, at least we have the Grand Inquisitor, right? <laughs> and, right? Right, guys? <laughs> and the Grand, I mean, they say the Grand Inquisitor is going to beat GLs in Territory Wars. Um, I'm sure he will. So he'll be good. It's just CG has really done nothing to market this team. Like yeah. they've done nothing to make them look good. I know they did like the little cutout things in Star Wars Celebration. Like you could pose right. with them. And I'm like, I don't care about that. I don't think anyone cares about that. I bet everyone posed with everything else. But no one like <laughs> no one cares. Like they're bad guys and they're not particularly like competent. Right. At things and and they cost a ton of gear and they're hard to farm and they have stupid omicrons and like yeah and like the marquees i mean that's part of what you're talking about like you unlock it, it takes it takes like days to finish a marquee unlock right. because you're you like hit auto and i think we talked about it at the, at the round table actually like yeah like you just hit auto and come back 10 minutes later and you still haven't killed anyone because because they gave us the marquee events where they didn't have mods. So G13 Inquisitors couldn't be Gear 10 Phoenix. Uh, it, it just took Why? forever. Yeah, you're right. like, well, well, of course you guys like got steamrolled in the movies once people actually like leveled up a little <laughs> bit. Like, yeah. So it's so ridiculous. So yeah, uh, CG's done a terrible job of marketing them. And I think you're right. Like the Datacrons do look look really promising for the Inquisitor, Inquisition. And I mean, the Grand Inquisitor, we still don't know his kit, but I'm sure he's going to move the needle even in GAC. He's gonna, he's right. gonna boost them to some decent level. And at the, yeah. very, at the very least, at least he could go with like Starkiller, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he yeah, could be right. a Sufu or something. Uh, yeah, it, so it, it's gonna be, I, I, I would love if Grand Inquisitor comes out and he's, just super OP, and everyone's like, "Man, I wish I farmed them." <laughs> just yeah. because all people have been doing for the past like six weeks is talking crap about how bad the Inquisitors suck, and it, I would just love to, you know, the snap reaction like the day after Grand Inquisitor comes out. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I look forward to the screw you, CG. You said that these guys were terrible, so I didn't farm them. Yeah. So it's your fault. Right. like that that that'll happen some at least i mean the the um the event doesn't start until the 22nd or 23rd the the post says um the post says both it starts on the 22nd and the 23rd hmm. but we sh i think we're gonna get the kit for grand inquisitor tomorrow i hope so yeah and so i'm malevolence and chat said one great character is not worth five bad ones Except for, here's the thing, the Inquisitors aren't bad. They're missing a damage dealer mechanic. Like, Ninth Sister is probably my favorite tank in the game right now. Um, Eighth Brother, it looks like he doesn't do a lot, but he's kind of like the control. And then you have Seventh Sister that's assisting every single turn. All you need is, like, the Grand Inquisitor kit that gives them 30% offense, and it's not five bad characters. It's, oh my God, this team is good. Like that's that's all it's going to take to make this team good is just some offense. And, you know, I, I guarantee you there's going to be like some sort of 
addition is kit where uh, for every stack of purge you consume, it does like max health damage or true damage of some kind. And then teams are just going to disappear off the board. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm willing to embrace whatever. Uh, honestly, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I for one welcome our our new conquerors. You know, like <laughs> the if if the if the Inquisition wants to be the new overlords and they they're that good. I mean, right. I mean, so, and with I'm telling you, with the Datacrons, they have for every debuff, they do 10% max health damage, <laughs> and they basically have deployable cooling systems that for every debuff, you have 10% chance to reduce the cooldowns on all of your specials. Um, so every Inquisitor, well, not every, three of the Inquisitors have AoEs that do at least two debuffs. So every turn, they're going to have a 100% chance to uh, reset their cooldowns and they're going to be doing 20% max health damage every single turn. Oh, yeah. I mean, helicopter That's... guy seems pretty interesting with that. But yeah. Uh, on the... So, I mean, I guess we're, we get into this, this debate, though. I mean, that almost brings us into Datacrons in, in a lot of ways. Like, are, are we going to start relying on Datacrons to make squads good? Like, is our CG going to be putting out a string of squads that are, like, abysmal except... Like when you apply datacrons, then they're good. They're good for a season or two, and then they just disappear into the ranks of Ewoks. I mean, heaven isn't that what they're doing with Omicrons? I mean, uh, maybe <laughs> a little bit. It's, it's much slower, though. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, not to mention the Omicrons could potentially be re revitalized by a new squad, a new character, or whatever that comes out. Yeah. Um, you know these. If we're relying on only datacrons to make them to make a squad good, I mean, is it really worth the investment? Like maybe, if you already have everything, probably. Uh, right. It's just to me. To me, it seems I don't know. Like, if we have to have, if you have to have these datacrons, and that I mean. What better way to push Datacrons than to have the squads that are the new hotness be completely overpowered with Datacrons and everyone farms them and then it's like, oh, well, you know, third season's done. So, uh, you know, maybe you'll see Inquisition again one day. I mean, that's basically exactly what they said that they're doing. Yeah, I mean. It's like to a T, that's what they said they're doing. Um uh, and that's that's it feels a little disappointing I, I would like squads to be good in their own right like for their own reasons i guess yeah um uh, yeah I, I mean i agree with you there but we're never going to see a non-datacron gac again right so now now every squad has to be designed with the omicrons in mind like they datacrons. have to be, or datacrons, yeah. Every squad has to be designed with datacrons in mind. They do. I, I yeah. So I've been going up and down. I was telling you this. Um, I I, I keep I, when I look at datacrons, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, yes, this will be really cool. Like it's going to change a lot of things. This will be fun. And other times, like right now, I, I've been feeling 
less optimistic, frankly, just because this is going to change like everything dramatically. Like the, it's going to rewrite the whole game, basically. Yeah. Yes. It's it's Swaga 2.0, like 100%. Swaga 2.0. Everything you knew in the past is gone. I actually, with these Datacrons, like people are going to start seasons with the old counters in mind and the old teams in mind. And what we're going to find is whole new teams that fit within certain Datacrons. Um, I mean, it is legitimately a theory crafter's dream. Now, if only they didn't give Ray a quad ult Ray and <laughs> Jedi Master Kenobi the ability to hit under protection. Because that's that's what's making this absurd. Um, but they but, did. <laughs> it's no joke. I mean, I, I could just imagine, like just staring at the screen dumbfounded after like I used my entire entire force to try to kill one galactic legend who just like happens to have the Omicron and I don't or the Datacron for Kenobi and I don't have it yet yeah and I just have no choice so I'm just like all right not clearing a squad today guys like I didn't roll the right thing so I mean I I hope I don't know like we don't know yet I mean, we talked about this too. How are we going to be getting the datacrons? Like, is it just a randomizer that, you know, like the Ray datacron, like we, we just get it, luckily? Like, it's just luck of the draw that's, you yep. know, 2%, 2% drop? Is it, is it just like ultra rare, only like a couple people get it? Or everyone has an equal chance. There's, you know, there's right. 10, 10 characters that it could be, and it's just 10% chance. Oh, hey, look, you got it. Because, I mean, if we're only going to get I mean, 20 datacrons is a lot for one season, frankly, if, if we get that many. Uh, but I don't love my chances. If it's if I have to roll that many times to get the character that I want, I, a lot of people are going to miss out. Yeah. Well, so... Unless you can reroll. Right. Which I think we're going to get a lot more than 20 datacrons, to be honest with you. It's a question of how many resources we're going to have to level them up. Um, and this first season is really the only season with that problem because once, once we get into next season, we're already going to have a set assigned. And then, so we're just kind of replacing on that set. Um, you know, we're, we're building onto it. And so you can afford to waste more resources on rerolling because, um, when you get a Datacron, you have the ability to dismantle it if you want, almost like selling a mod, only instead of getting credits back, you actually get re-rolling material from dismantling the Datacrons. Right. Which, on this first set, you may not you may not be able to do because I mean, I want what, 22 Datacrons, one for each team, um, if, po- if possible. You know, I, I don't know how possible it's going to be, but I mean, I'd like that. I, I really, I really want to focus. Um, this might be getting ahead of ourselves, but I really want to focus on getting 15 dark side datacrons this season because there's none available next month. So if you don't have 
enough for each dark side team after this season, you're stuck with your dark side teams not being completely data crowned next season. Um, so I think that's, that's honestly going to be my focus is get them, get as many as I can up to level three. That way I see which ones are dark side and kind of go from there. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Uh, that's that's a good point as well. Uh, so this is just going to be an exhibition season at first. Like, yeah. we're, so we're only going to get two seasons in a row, and then they're going to like hit the reset button, basically. I th- I think that's how it's going to work. I, I I mean, they really didn't explain what's going to happen after the exhibition's over. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, what was interesting was Crumb kind of talked about like what if there's an op combination and he kind of said well if, if it's super op you know it's only going to last for three months like we don't we don't need permanent fixes so i wonder if they're just going to let some teams be just op <laughs> i mean they already do kind of but I mean, it, it, mostly the game is pretty is decently balanced. I, you know, I, I don't I don't want to give into my gloom. I think I think that uh, why not? I mean, that's one of the really huge benefits is they don't have to worry about a balance as much because the these datacrons. That the the other thing is if they worry about the balance too much, they could spend a huge amount of time worrying. Like there's so many variables right. and so many squads that could potentially break the game that. I mean, if there's going to be one broken interaction, there, there's most likely going to be more than one. Oh I mean, God, there, yeah, there's so much potential for, um, for her broken mechanics. Like, if you start looking at what combinations you can get, oh my God, it's it's a little absurd and overwhelming. Right, and I don't. I don't know. Like it's going to be a totally new world. I, I hope that I enjoy it. I mean, I, I'm guessing I'll be able to adapt to it, but I, like the level of absurdity, like it, it's going to feel a little bit like, you know, once you're playing conquest for a while and you have all your, your chips or whatever they're called. And you know, you've got, you've got all your upgrades, you've got, you know, yeah. it, like the final level of the final sector of of Cal conquest always just feels a little bit absurd it's just just like okay so none of my galactic legends even have a chance of being fast enough to beat <laughs> these guys and it's yeah. like this otherworldly situation and uh you know it, it's fine because con- it's, it's like okay well, i'm almost o- it's almost over but it, it almost doesn't feel like you're playing the game you know when when you okay hey phoenix go ahead and go faster than you know like the fastest gl in the game that that's great like all of you are faster than him <laughs> apparently great that's cool um yeah and, and that I, it's gonna feel like that a little bit i think at least at first it's yeah, i think it's very much going to feel like that yeah um but i also think in two months we're gonna be used to it sure Oh, so here's a question. What if Ray is a little bit rare? And let's say I have the Ray Datacron and you don't have the Ray Datacron and yeah. you, you can't get it. Like it, it's not, it's unavailable now. 
Like, is your guild going to boot you and add someone like me be- just because you don't have the Ray Datacron? Uh, probably not, but like, yeah. how do you issue orders to your guild? If that, like, uh, well, I, I think I was talking to somebody else about this today, and I think it's honestly, you've just got to trust your guild, which is going to be a problem for a lot of guilds. You have to, you have to yeah. trust your members, though. Guys, use, use the right Datacrons on offense when you're countering. Like you can't, you can't micromanage. I know there's going to be guilds that are going to micromanage. I know that because there's still guilds that stream territory wars. Um, (laughs) Right. Can you imagine? So there are going to be guilds that try and micromanage this. I think you just have to sit back and be like, you know what? We recruited good players. That's, and we have, we have to trust them here. I mean, that sounds real nice. I guess that yeah. Hopefully, of hopefully every guild has has guild members that they can trust because uh, maybe the very top tier guilds do. But I I know, I know Hot Ski Patrol. I'm just like, I, I don't even trust you guys if you follow orders. You know, right. like even if you did stream, I, you probably don't have the right mods on. You don't have. I mean, and that's fine. Honestly, like we're not territory war focused so we yeah you know that's not really an indictment i just uh, how many guilds uh, people are just going to be reduced to rage because uh you know i don't i don't understand like why did why didn't this happen it's like oh okay the guy that you attacked had a datacron that gave him an extra 40 potency and you just didn't have enough tenacity to be able to deal with it and you got screwed like yeah yeah couldn't read it and you know you can't hold everyone's hand forever that's unfortunately what we have to live with. Um, I do think it's going to shake up guilt. Not, not because the you have Ray or you don't have Ray get the hell out. I think it's going to be you're not good. <laughs> like we realized now you're you're not good. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that. I'm sure that there's going to be a, a certain portion of that. They're like, well, I, I mean, I can just imagine the, the conversations that are going to happen. I mean, you and I have already talked about a lot of times people ask for advice and you're like, okay, so what do you have, you know, they're like, how do I beat this GL? You're like, okay, what do you, what do you have available? They tell you their, their yeah. whole list and you're like, okay, well, do you have this kind of modding on this character? Do you have this thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I, like then, so take that situation and sometimes it takes forever to figure that out and problem solve for it. And then add 20 datacrons that they could potentially <laughs> apply to that squad. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I, God. I, and you and I were talking about this a little bit off stream. Like, <clears throat> I don't know how people are going to be able to do this without writing down what datacrons they have. Because like deep placing defense is going to be easy. Um, well, not necessarily easy, but like you can change your defenses up after you. Now that they made those changes, like you, you can change them up. So placing defenses isn't that bad. But on offense, on offense, you're going to have to, you're going to be looking at a team, thinking of the normal counter for that team, then looking at the Datacron, thinking if the Datacron is going to mess up your counter, which it might. Then, so you have to come up with your counter and then think of, of what datacron you want to use. But don't use 
the wrong datacron because you need it for the other team. Like, there's no way you can do this without without keeping some sort of track with either keeping track of it or looking at all 19 of the datacrons you have in storage every single time. Well, yeah, I'm already like, okay, so what do we got? Like, we have to figure out a team to use. So, okay, let's use Gideon, I guess. Um, okay, like, what? Do we need a tank? Okay. All right, so here's kind of the shell of the team I want. Okay, now let's look at my 19 datacrons, see which, which 19 datacron, you know, which one is going to go well. And then you're like, oh, well, none of these actually fit the characters. So, okay, back to the drawing board. Let's, okay, let's get... Um, you know, Kylo Ren unmasked instead uh, right. as the lead, and you know, like try to, yeah, like it's going to be an organizational. It's going to be a really difficult thing to do. Like, how many, uh, how many things are am I going to just relegate down mentally to? Oh, that's my data cron that gives me potency. Yeah, well, you know? that's that. That's how you have to do it. You have to think. All right, I need on this team the data cron that gives me three hundred percent life steal. Right. Yeah, like we're gonna have to distill them down into like one important factor, basically. And right, you know, eventually, I'm sure that we will be get get a lot of familiarity with things. But I don't like how do you even how can you scout someone? You're like, okay, so they used a datacron here, but I don't, I still don't see how that team beats this team that they did. Like, I, I don't get it. Right, and and it's. So we're going to be able to see the data crowns they have, which for the individual character ones, that's great because you, you're going to see what data crown they have for Jedi Master Kenobi or Rey or sure. anybody else. And so you can plan for that specific team. But what if they have a potency one that goes with, I that could go to Iden, so maybe you can't want right. by the Iden, but maybe that potency one went to their night sisters, or maybe that potency one went to Darth Revan. Like who the hell knows? <laughs> and yeah. like how do you it, it's going to be a lot more fly by the seat of your pants? Well, do okay, it's like okay, so Iden's like Iden says, hey, look, I have plus 40 potency. And Wampa says, hey, look, I just happen to have plus 40 tenacity as well. Like Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, well, that, that was an interesting arms race. I guess Wampa <laughs> still wins, maybe. I don't, I, who knows, though? Uh, right, and Wampa should win there, but that's also... To get the 40 tenacity, you have to bring it up to level 8. Um, which I imagine you're not going to do that on all of your datacrons. I, I imagine we don't have the resources to do that on all the datacrons. So, yeah. like... You know, is it is it worth it? Is it worth burning a level eight on for Wampa versus Iden? And it might be because it's a, a sixty eight as a, a banner score, so that it might be worth it. But I guess it depends on what else you have. But there's so much, there's so much information that you're going to have to comprehend before you do an attack. Right. Well, yeah. Like there's so much you're gonna have to process. You're like, well. Okay, so I have a level eight Omicron or Datacron here. Could they just have named it something other than Cron? Right. Please, <laughs> like anything else. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get that all the time. We're like, okay, does does Wampa have the Omicron? <laughs> and what you mean is the Datacron, but someone's gonna say, yeah, and you're gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah. So he has that. So just use use the use Wampa. They'll go in without a yeah. Datacron to be like, I didn't say to do that. Anyways, um. Yeah, I, I just think that it's going to, this is going to cause 
so much so much chaos like okay you, you have something that gives 40 percent tenacity but items in the front zone do you really want to spend your really high level datacron on just item or do you want to save it for whatever's in the back because it has other good properties that you could use with other right. squads against other squads right exactly um so yeah there's <laughs> So I, I malevolence says petition to name <laughs> yeah. rename Zetas to Zetacrons. <laughs> uh, so here's the question. <laughs> That's good. Go ahead. <laughs> Do we just move to an efficiency meta? Like, are people going to say, "I don't want to think about this. I'm taking five GLs on offense with me." Oh yeah, we'll see that. Like, okay. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm convinced that it's it's almost guaranteed. Like, um. And because of these changes, I'm probably taking Darth Revan on offense with me. Not, not because I don't want to make decisions, but because I looked at the Datacrons and there's really not a good Datacron for that Sith Empire team. Um, well, we're going to have Malgus here soon anyway, so Darth Revan's just going to... Right, right. But it's for the first season, though. It's going to be the first season, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so for this season, like, I... They they have the deployable cooling systems one that will uh, will probably is the best one for Sith Empire between Bastila and Darth Revan. If you can have his fear off cooldown every other turn, like that's that's not a bad thing. Um, but it's gonna we're gonna be up against troopers that are stacking offense every turn, and so deployable cooling system means nothing if you have a trooper team that's under modded offense wise they're just stacking five percent offense every single time they take a turn like that's so i think i think it's time for darth revan to actually leave my defense time for you to what for darth revan to leave my defense oh yeah i, I mean i kept him a few times last season he's I don't know. I, I've been playing with him as more of just like, uh, you know, what can I annoy people with him? Like, how, how can I annoy people with him? Because there's so many good ways to get past Revan anyways. I I just, I guess for the most part, I wrote him off. A, maybe not wrote him off, but like, it's a, there's always a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, all the people right. I faced, like, you put Nest with Darth Revan, they just use troopers anyways. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, like there, there's always a way to take them out, and I don't have a relic. I don't have enough materials to get a relic nine set, which is really almost the only way to consistently block someone with troopers. Like, and that that is that is even consistent. It's just like sometimes they'll fail. Right. That's that, right. And and now that they're stacking offense, they probably are not gonna fail if they're modded right. And the guys we're facing right. are usually modded right. Um, well, and datacrons are going to change the way we mod things too. Oh, absolutely! Like I, if I happen to roll the Grandmaster Yoda one where he gains twenty or regains twenty five percent max health and protection anytime he applies a debuff, I'm one hundred percent switching to a potency offset and adding potency to him. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, uh, it's still. That's a lot of work though. I think that that's, yes. it all comes down to how engaged do you really want to be in this game? Like it, like I already, right. already spent a lot of time planning around GAC, trying to figure things out. Like yeah. trying, trying to figure out the move, the play and counterplay for all the datacrons. Like, 
is it really worth all the time and the the headache or are people just gonna charge in and hope they win half their matches i, th- I think we're gonna see a lot of leroy jenkins yeah, seriously, they're just going to be like, here we go. Like, I put one decent team on defense. Let's pray it holds. Right. And that's that's what you got to do. Um, what's going to be interesting is the game of chicken with Ray. Because if you, even without a souped-up Ray, like, if you have the quaddle Ray, and uh, or if your opponent has the quaddle Ray, puts it on defense, and you just have regular Ray, right if your ray goes into ultimate after their ray goes into ultimate quad ult ray isn't going to do crap against your ray so we're going to get into the game of chicken of who's going to put the ray down and are you both going to put the ray down and risk risk the loss yeah i mean (laughs) i don't know I don't know what I'm right, going to do. Right. <laughs> and honestly, I that's why I think I don't think you're it's going to be easy, but if you can get the Jedi Master Kenobi one, if you can only get one and you have re-rolling materials and you're only after one, I think Jedi Master Kenobi is better than Ray because you can just mirror Ray and just sure. time your ultimate right mm-hmm. and even it, even if you screw it all up, and at the end their ray gets you, you can with whirlwinds you can take a couple off their team. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why I think Jedi Master Kenobi is the one to go after. Now, if you get Ray, I wouldn't re-roll for that. <laughs> um, but it's oh God. There's there's going to be so much. There's going to be so much that we have to consider. And I was hoping like if, if they had conquest start this week, well, let me rephrase that last week. If they had conquest start last week, we would have already started getting datacrons and we would kind of have some knowledge, but as of right now, you're not going to start getting datacrons until the 15th and the lock is five days later. So th- there's not a lot of time there. A, to collect datacrons, because you only have five days. We're going to be farming them for a month. So in the first five days, like next week might be decided, and GAC might be decided by who who farmed the treasure node faster. Yeah. And so I'm kind of contemplating, and I don't know how I feel about this, because this, this GAC is so damn grindy. I'm kind of contemplating getting to the end of the first end of sector one or actually the end of like sector three because they the higher datacrons are in the higher sectors and then just spending two days on the the sector three node just for just for that first week and then once the once we lock we go we go in like i i finished you know sector four and sector five um, but the first week might be decided by, I have 10 datacrons, you have five. Ha <laughs> ha sucker. Right. I mean, yeah. So, so mechanics are going to make a difference. The stats are going to make a difference. I, I do think it like, in a way, this is, this is just another, I mean, the, the mechanics obviously change things. And then the, the stats, I mean, this is, 
this is another form of someone out relicking you in a way. I mean, if you have the right. right mechanics on your side, you're still going to have a decent shot at it. But as yes. we've noted a lot of times, it's like a relic full relic three team is going to really struggle against a full relic seven team. That's just how right. it works. Like the relic seven team just has so much extra health and damage that one misstep can just mean total disaster for you. Uh, you know, yeah. Datacrons just add another layer to that. So, I mean, there is still hope for a skill-based resolution on a lot of these, you know, like one-on-one sure. -on -one fights, but I think there's going to be some focus points that are even more intense than before. It's like, if I can't get past this crazy Ray team, then we're just screwed. I mean, right. I tend to put myself in that situation a lot anyways. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have, I have two counters. And if that doesn't work, then like, I guess we just roll it up, folks. Right. Um, uh, but uh, otherwise, like, uh, I mean, I think that's good. That's going to happen. Like, it's going to escalate things. People are going to be like, yeah. oh, I have the Kenobi one. Well, let's play chicken, you know? Right. Or, or not even the Kenobi one. But if they just have a level five that every time Galactic Republic uses a special ability they stun whoever their target was and you i'm not saying you personally but the, you in general you know somebody goes in and tries to take bounty hunters against galactic republic and they're like let's just snipe the cat and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden their entire team gets stunned because the galactic republic took two or three turns <laughs> things are going to go south real fast um right oh yeah i mean and there's going to be sneaky things like that too. You're going to be like, all right, I've prepped. I, I know. Okay. I, right. I know they're going to place this team. I know they're going to place it. And and you go in and they did place it. You're like, all right, cool. And you jump in and they have a different data cron on. And you're like, what yep. the, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because I know how I would play it, but so many people have said, I'm going to put retaliate on JMK. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I, and I know why. In theory, it's going to stop the, the Sith Eternal Emperor counter, but Sith Eternal is also going to have Omicrons on there as well. Um, right. So, like, I'm not swearing off Retaliate in general, but it, it's definitely not the best one for Jedi Master Kenobi. Um, well, unless, unless you don't have the one for Jedi Master Kenobi, then, then maybe it right. is. Right, but I like Retaliate on Rey, Fantastic. Like, I love Retaliate on Ray. Um, we'll call that team Retaliate. <laughs> <laughs> or like Retaliate on Gas. That that could be fantastic for fighting a Ray. Like, Gas might take out those Super Rays if Gas is standing when Ray does the ultimate. Right. That's true. Yeah. Um, but. If Gas isn't standing when Ray does the ultimate, it might be a completely different story. Um, but like, so retaliate on Gas is probably going to be amazing. Retaliate on Jedi Master Kenobi, I don't think is ideal. Um, but who knows? Because we haven't played with it yet. Hmm. What's what she said? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, poor him. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but no, it, it's going to... Oh my gosh. In, invariably, there's going to be someone who just discovers this ridiculous thing yes. and you're just like, well, well played. Good game. Like, right. <laughs> all my focus went on this thing. I had no idea that even existed and I am totally unprepared. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's like, it's, uh, and you know what sucks? Um, 
So I, and I kind of like it, but I also kind of don't. So I, I say it sucks because of this one little thing, but if something is figured out in month two, you're just screwed if you don't have it because you can't get the materials to change your Omicrons after month one. Um, I've thought of that. Like there's a bunch of counters that it was like, well, okay, we, I could theoretically have tried that, but no one, even it was on no one's radar. No one had any idea that that was possible. So, so yeah, I I didn't do it. And then someone like, there's a big YouTube video, everyone remods and everyone readjusts in like a week. And then it feels like everyone's done it for forever. And then you look back and you're like, well, why didn't I just do this? Well, that didn't exist back then. And that's going to happen. And you're just going to be sorry out of luck for two months. You're going to be stuck with it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, But I also like it because super new OP counter video comes out and nobody else has it either. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a double-edged True. thing of, you know, and the, it, it could rest on the Omicron that has this for the alignment and then this for the faction and then this for the individual plus these specific stats, like 300% health steal. And, you know, that's like finding the unicorn. It's like an offense, offense mod with 28 speed, you know? Oh yeah, man. I I'm afraid to roll it. I, I just rolled. I just in the in the mod store today. I, I got a an offense set, um, offense arrow with uh, five speed and um, flat offense and a couple other like percent yeah. health, uh, like all the all the bells and whistles. You know everything you could hope for. And I'm afraid to roll it. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, I, I've been there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It has percent protection, so it could go really well on uh, General Skywalker too. Oh, that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I know. Datacrons. But at the end of the day, they really are going to feel like mods. I bet. I mean, everyone's going to be like, "Why can't I yeah. roll this?" Ugh. Well, that that's yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get three months in, and it's a big change. It, it's a very big change. But once we get used to it it's going to feel like mods. Yeah. Like that's, that's what, that's what it's going to feel like. And you're going to be like, Oh man, look at this crappy data crown. I just rolled. I just, I, I already dismantled it for the reroll materials. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, and yeah, how it's like, okay, we went, we won our territory war. Yay. Like, Oh, some people got some really awesome datacrons there, and other people didn't. I guess, like, yeah. I wonder how the. I think no. I think it's the materials that you're mostly going to get from Territory War. I think you get datacrons themselves. I, I thought I read that, but um, um, because Crumb said something about certain, certain um, like you can get materials and stuff in different places, and Crumb said something. Oh no, Datacrons drop as rewards from te- oh. I thought I read that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean the big thing is upgrade and reroll materials are gonna be in shipments, and I wonder how much. Um <laughs> that's that's gonna be the big question. How much are these reroll materials? Because when you think that in R9 
basically cost you like between 150 and 200 dollars how much is this tier nine datacron going to cost <laughs> uh, well and like how 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 much joy is it going to bring you if you end up facing someone who decided to spend all their money on datacrons yeah i, I it's going to be interesting to see who does because so you know i we see a lot of the top people that are kind of not thrilled about this so is that not thrilled going to last through this season <laughs> that's that's right. my wonder uh because a lot of the spenders are you know you have a lot of doctors and lawyers and tech guys and you know there a lot of the whales aren't aren't the person that's addicted to the credit card that's you know running themselves or out of house and home like a lot of people act like like a lot of them are smart people and a lot of them aren't happy this is going to sound stupid because you're investing in a game which by definition is temporary and it's just pickles pixels not pickles Uh (laughs) but (laughs) be a little sad if it was just pickles right honest but a lot of these guys like say I'm going to spend this money because it's in my budget and it's going to last me for the rest of the game. Um, A lot of them aren't happy about the temporary nature. Like you're paying for a temporary advantage rather than a a full on advantage. And so I'm just curious if after the first month or two, their opinion changes. Well, it feels bad, man. I mean, Honestly, I, I could see like, okay, so you spend money, you get the character that you want up to whatever relic level, and that never goes away. Like eventually you get right. relic 10 and relic 10 totally invalidates relic nine, well, at least to some small degree. And so your money is in a way wasted. Like you, like the, all the people who spent money to get their characters to like gear 11 are now like, I mean, they probably don't have many regrets, but I, I know that, I mean, <laughs> that if they were just counting on that investment for being good forever, then they're, they're sad now because like gear 11 is just total garbage, uh, you know, now compared to, but like back then gear 11 used to be really good. And so, you know, that your money kind of diminishes over time, but datacrons, it's just like, um, no, like you don't get to keep that. Like give, give it back, give it back. It's 10 weeks later. It's gone. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. You're like, Oh, like you used to have the cool data crowd? Well, screw you. Right. Like you don't you don't get that anymore. Go roll something else. Go spend some more money. Right. Um, I was talking to somebody and I was talking about the Ayla, the Ayla data crown. And there's there's a super OP Ayla build that you can have. Um where you mix Ayla's, she gets a bonus turn whenever whenever somebody is stunned. And you mix that with the Galactic Republic when they do a special, it stuns someone. And basically, it becomes machine gun Ayla, like just nonstop. She's a, a little mini machine gun. Um, and somebody's like, well, then you're the sucker because you got her R7. You've fallen for their trap. And I was like, yeah, but she's going to be R7 forever. Right. <laughs> like, um, and I, I actually, I use Ayla every GAC and in territory battles. I know she's not amazing, but 
you know what? A stun, a stun on a crit. I can find uses for. Don't don't you worry about that. Right. Well, I mean, at, at the best long term investment in this situation is going if you're if it's like okay, I'm going to spend money to upgrade a character versus I'm going to spend money to reroll some data crons. Uh, unless, unless for some reason you really have a lot banked on this specific season uh, of GAC or something, then yeah. the best bet is always going to be on the characters because, like right. you said, they're always going to be that relic level. They're, you're not going to lose that as opposed to the Datacrons. Right. It's, it's like the red staple, stapler. Yeah, like, like today. Take it. <laughs> today, I got a bunch of characters up to R5. They were all at R4. And I've been hoarding Relic materials because we have Grand Inquisitor coming and we have Malgus coming. So I've been hoarding materials. But then I sat there and I was like, all these people, if I if I roll a five mod, aren't aren't gonna get to use it. So, you know, here's here's four people who just got boosted up to R5, and none of them made me feel bad. There was like Bastila Sean, her gate, her going to R5 isn't bad when you're using her to counter supreme leader kylo right um you know grief sure he doesn't need to be r5 but we're using him to counter lord vader having a little extra survivability not like i don't feel bad about that um like zalbar a tank going to r5 not going to complain about protection you know and then um so it's like all these characters I don't feel bad about giving them relics. They weren't high on my priority list, but because of Datacrons, they just moved up higher in priority. Sure. Well, like Professor X, though, my, my alt is like mostly just in a lot of trouble. Like I, I have so many. My Kiati Mundi is relic four. My my cat is relic four. I need to get them higher relics, but I'm also farming Starkiller right now. Right. Like what what... My my Jedi Master Kenobi is relic seven, because I don't I don't want to spend the materials to get him up to eight because I have so many other important upgrades that I need to make on that account. Like the relic levels on that account are just I'm like, I don't know if I have a squad that's all that's fully <laughs> relic five. I'm I'm not sure. I probably do yeah. somewhere. And yeah, I I God I can see that. Um, <laughs> it's. It's going to be, oh my God, what a mess. The next month is going to be a mess. I'm I'm half excited and half like, are we all going to quit in three months? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, that's valid. <laughs> because there, there's a lot of fun things about them. There's also a lot of bad things about them. So I, I'm on like the verge of both. <laughs> um, so... I got. I I hope it's we're gonna have fun. <laughs> I hope so. I mean, yeah, it will be very interesting, like you said, to see what what the like competitive krakens end up doing. Uh, my guess is that initially they're gonna spend a whole lot just to see what it does. Yeah, and then that's gonna die down a whole lot by by the time we we hit like a more normal cadence for these. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, like and if like every once in a while we'll hit someone who's like, hey, I, I, surprise! I have I have like seven relic or you know level nine datacrons. <laughs> right. Oh, this will be fun. Uh, 
know? well so next next month we're, that's basically what we're running into right or in two months because if people are getting um let's just say the average person gets two of these level nine datacrons per month in three months that means that they're going to have six right um that's yeah not gonna be fun well i mean presumably you have six of your own and then you have like 60 others beyond that right you're like oh my spreadsheet broke trying to track all the tenacity gains <laughs> right um mm. yeah it's I wonder if, if this is going to be like the age of soloing things, like revisited. Like, is Nest going to have like this new found power? I, I, I really, I really do think we're going to move into a um, less GLs on defense meta. Um, if for no other reason, then people just don't don't want to deal with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's nice. It, it, like, there is something psychologically, like, if you can't full clear, it feels bad. Even if you right. knew going in that it wasn't going to be a full clear, you're like, oh, man, I feel like I just left, left too much. Uh, right. You know, even though you're like, I, I know I win because they can't clear my front zone. I cleared both of their fronts. I just can't clear the back. Um, there are going to be a lot of people who are just like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to, I'm just going to keep all my good stuff. I'm going to full clear. Yep. And hopefully I can full clear a little bit more efficiently than my opponent. I only need to win six. Let's go. Yeah. And yep. I mean, I, the thing that makes me sad about it is once people start giving up about like, once they start having that feeling of, I don't care. Like that's that's a really bad place for the game for the for GAC at least. Like I, I don't want to be in a place where people are like, oh, I just mailed it in. Yeah, it, it's a question of how long it lasts. Um, if it's like that for the first season, and then in season two, people are like, okay, I got the handle of this, you know, then obviously you don't want them to feel like that in the first season, but change that's how people go with change. Um, it's just, it's just what happens sometimes. Um, but if it's, if it's a lasting feeling, that's, that's not what you want. No. And uh, honestly, I mean, you, you started seeing the, the rise of some of these restaurants that, that have like a real simple menu and then they might have a secret menu or whatever, but uh, you know, yeah. like this, the, the real simple menu, it's like, they acknowledge that people don't always respond well to a billion choices and <laughs> right uh, you know like so, some people can handle it some people can't and sometimes it's just nice to take the simple answer you're like you know what if i take jedi master kenobi and i have his omicron i get to delete one team or his his datacron i get to delete one team and if i bring yeah. this other gl i probably delete another one i bring another one like uh, it, it would be simple and it's going to be faster too i mean streams can't help but take longer now like this is a totally new factor it's you know we check mods before we go into our fights gonna have to do the same thing with datacrons too yeah 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 uh absolutely 
and it's gonna be it's we're gonna it's gonna be a wild ride. That's no other way to put it. It's going to be a wild ride. All right. Well, how many people are gonna just like turtle up and put all of their good data crons? At, like it's just gonna escalate the the stupid turtle defense where everyone's just like, I don't care. I'm just throwing everything in there. I'm just gonna <laughs> issue forth to kill like one one squad. Call it good. Well, that's and that's um, an interesting an interesting thing too of it might go the completely other way from people are playing efficiency to yep here's everything on defense figure it out i don't care um that mm-hmm. that's just as not fun as well <laughs> oh yeah but uh, doesn't sound fun to me i mean i, I think We'll just have to see. Datacrons could end up being this really awesome force for good. I, I think it also has the chance to complicate things to the point that only the most invested people really want to spend any time on. Because I also, I don't I don't have an unlimited amount of time. I had to drop an alt. I mean, partially because Sim quit and everything, but that was, it was already building in the background. Yeah. I was already like, I'm spending too much time playing this damn game. Like, <laughs> you know, like there's just too much time invested here. Uh, I had to quit because I, I don't want to have to spend that much time. And I had someone right. running the account for me. Like how much, how much time are people willing to spend on GAC? Yeah, that's, well, that we're about to find out. <laughs> that's no other way to put it. We are about to find out. Yeah, we are. It'll be interesting. I mean, I imagine there will be fun elements to it. I hope. Yes. Yeah. There, there will absolutely be fun elements to it. Um, do they outweigh the time request? That's that's the question. Well, what I feel like is CG is like hitting the delete button. Like they're slowly, their head is slowly head, headed to the yeah. delete button before we've even tested to see if, if the replacement is actually like better, you know? It's right. just like, okay, well, we're deleting the old game. Let's, uh, let's hope that this remake is actually good, you know? Yeah. So let, let me ask you this. Do you think it encourages or discourages mid-game players? Uh, well, you have to think. I mean, I've seen a lot of people make this argument, and I, I don't think it's necessarily aimed at this, but people people will perceive it like this: is uh, this is just another layer of protection for the spenders, so that the mid level players can't beat them. It's like the whales were, you know, getting pissed that the free to play guys who were skilled were beating them with lower, worse rosters. So this is yeah. just another way to protect krakens. Um, I do think that uh, like the mid-range accounts are going to struggle more because they won't have as much access to all, all of the goods as as the top-level players. Um, like it'll make GAC a little less fluid, but yeah, I don't know. I I also think though that this this is also like so. so there's that there's that end of the spectrum, but then there's also the end of that. It's like okay, this is a skill-based thing as well. Like choosing to apply certain stats to certain teams in a strategic way is always going to give you an advantage over someone who doesn't understand how to do that. Right. Um, Yeah. It's funny because I've heard a lot of people say, 
uh, you know, everyone has to be R3 or everyone has to be R5 for it to apply. But those stats, a lot of the mid-game players, a, a lot of the young players are rush GLs. Like, that's what you do now. Right. Uh, we we all came up in a, you know, a slow build, essentially. So you're not rushing GLs. A lot of, a lot of the young players are rushing GLs. And if you're rushing GL, you're going to have, you know, a, a Phasma team on defense and you're going to have a Finn team on defense and they're going to be getting uh, faction boosts and they're going to get, be getting increased stats. Um, so I, I think, you know, young players and mid-game players are, you might not be able to apply it for every team. You can't apply it for mm-hmm. every team. Um Okay, so but they're gonna get to use them. Uh, so I, I think that there's there's one really important thing, and gosh, data cruds are gonna be so freaking stupid in three v three. By the way, they're just <laughs> like like yeah. mind numbing. Like they're making five v five GLs OP. Just I, I just can't even imagine like three v three the rage that, that's gonna be involved. Well, what's funny fantastic. is the ones that are good in 5v5 aren't necessarily good in 3v3 because like the the ones the deployable cooling system ones basically depends on aoe debuffs and Mm. so if you're not applying if there's only three characters like that's going to count less ray's the one that makes ray super op depends on how many allies she has her her ultimate gains 75 percent damage for each alive ally. Okay. So in threes, it's weak. It's weakened. Um, that makes sense. So, so, so I'll I'll just say this then. Uh, regardless of three v three, like okay. So let's let's say you're a mid game player and you farmed three Galactic Legends. Yep. And you love those Galactic Legends. They're so awesome. They're, you just did such a good job. Gosh, I'm sounding so patronizing. But um, oh. here's here's the thing. What if among those three are not included Kenobi and Ray. Like for a season, you just bend over against anyone else who did actually get Kenobi and Ray. Well, so, and, and again, we're really focusing on these mechanics. Um, there's going to like the GLs that they have are also going to have the alignment uh, bonuses and you know um and so yeah for what maybe one month they are a little boned and then next month they have jml who has got the jedi the jedi ones like we talk about how op jmk is this season the next next season's uh set of omicrons are <laughs> they're even stronger um so uh, you know, may, if, if they didn't go for JMK or Ray, then there's a good chance they went for Jedi Master Luke. Sure. Well, yeah, so I, I'm fine with that in theory. I guess I just think how mentally taxing is that? It's like, oh, I'm not going to be good this season. Uh, like, I, I'm not going to be as good. I'm going to yeah. be at a disadvantage. Like, that is that fun for, for mid-game? No. I, I don't know. Like, it's, it seems... it's not fun for it's not fun for endgame either. Right. Take it, this month off, everybody. It, it just, yeah, it just seems like total crap. 
So, yeah. And so I, I hear a lot of people talking about widening the gap versus big spenders and big spenders and all this stuff. The big spenders that I talk to, A, like we talked about, don't love this. And B, um, they're worried that people are going to get the right Omicrons that they're not going to get. And they're going to be screwed despite their investment. Like yeah. the spenders are worried about the people, the lower people, the lower people are worried about the spenders. And it's uh, like the, everybody's worried about each other, which is the funny part about this. It's like, they're going to widen the gap. I mean, no offense, but the top spenders already have a pretty damn big wide gap. <laughs> you know, like when, they when did. I'm going up against somebody with 200 plus 20 speed mods and their entire roster is R7, mm-hmm. the gap is wide, guys. It, it's our, well, The gap is there. <laughs> that's... Well, that's what makes me chuckle. Like pe- people are like, "Oh, it widens the gap about uh, between the the spenders and stuff." Like, uh, sure, a little bit, I guess, but yeah. the gap is already ridiculous. If you look at the people who, okay, so there are people who spend all on all the relics and everything, uh, but but then like the people you, but but then the people who are invested in the game and face the guys who are collectors, that they're that's the match that everyone brags about. They're like, it felt good, man. I could be, I beat someone with 11 million GP and I would only at 7 million. It's like, well, yeah. Cause, yeah. cause you outskilled them. Like, you know, you, you could, and, yeah. and that person didn't spend on mods. Like that's, that's the true, that's the true spending in the game. Like the people right. you have to fear are the people you're like, like, holy crap. They have double the mods that I do. Like yeah. I, I don't, you don't have a chance. It, like, those guys the guys who know how to mod and want to spend a bunch of money on it like that that's the terrifying part and those people uh, aren't don't need datacrons to beat the hell out of you they'll just use mods yeah um and and i mean even gom said it of they might buy re-roll materials for 10 re-rolls and re-roll resistance trooper then finn then resistance trooper then Finn and right. you know and then you roll Jedi Master Kenobi on your first turn and like bang there's the gap closed right there um so it's it's gonna be interesting I I we'll see we'll see how it goes I honestly do not think like the free-to-play players shouldn't need to worry about the spenders like you just you don't you don't need to worry about the spenders right now. They're already, you know, 10 miles ahead of you. And the the brand new whale that's charging up the ranks, well, guess what? He's missing half the Zetas. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and half his mods, probably. Yeah. So, <coughs> yeah. I, I don't, yeah, the mid-game thing. Uh, I... I, I think the gap was already pretty much there. Uh, the widening the gap thing. Like, so so here's the absurd thing. Like, I spend a lot of money on this game every month. And the the big spenders are are still pulling away from me at an alarming rate. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I already spend more than most people would think was reasonable. And it's still that gap is still widening. Like you, right. <laughs> the the widens the gap thing is just gonna happen whether datacrons occur or not so yeah um 
Right. Yeah. I. God. What a. What a, I wish that they just announced them and immediately we started farming them because I think I think a lot of the fear I understand a lot of the fear but I, I kind of feel it a little bit as well, um, but I think a lot is going to be made more clear once we start farming these and know like right now we just we don't know it's literally everything for the past week and a half has been blatant speculation. Um, because Absolutely. we can't do anything else. Like we're going to learn. I mean, as this kind of goes along, like on Wednesday, the first time we hit one of those treasure nodes, we're going to find out what we're getting. Yep. <laughs> Until then we, we have zero clue what we're getting. Um, so hopefully it'll be made a lot more clear once once we start to dig our teeth in it. And this first month isn't going to be like any other month because we only have one set active when normally we'll have three. Um, yep, and, almost almost always we're going to end up with three. Here you're right. Yeah. So I I think I and th- I know people are going to like scoff at this, um, but for this first month have fun with it like if you see something that you think is fun chase it there's only one way that we're going to be able to learn one month's worth of um screwed up datacrons it's all erased it's all erased in three months or two months later like so if you completely screw up everything it all resets in two, two months from now like so now the worst that happens is you mess up and you don't farm the right ones but hey look we're back a new set just got introduced and this one is all dismantled right yeah i mean i yeah i I think this is going to be really interesting because there's gonna there will be a lot of people who just rage quit i think who were just like, you know what, screw this. Uh, but they're, they're the people who are going to rage quit anyways. Um, right. I, like the testing, I, I really hope that the exhibitions are going to at the end of like the second week of exhibition or what, whatever, however their schedule is for exhibitions. Um, I hope that they just pull the plug entirely on it and then plug it back in and we can restart because then, then we'll have a ton more knowledge. We can actually approach it yeah. intelligently and you know move forward I, I actually don't think that they're going to until i think they're gonna let at least i mean they have to let at least one month of the second set um be live so that they they can see what it's like when more than one set is live right so i i think this ex this exhibition season i wonder if it dies after two months or if they're happy worth where it is and um you know it just goes and people hate us because we're like just test things guys (laughs) (laughs) chase something fun (laughs) Uh, that'll be okay i'm sure it 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 honestly it it will be um and if it's not well then we'll i'm sure we'll have plenty of complaining here 
Yep. Um, <laughs> we'll see you in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the Gambit uh, is specifically non-Star Wars, so we can change <laughs> if we want. <laughs> oh, the funny part about the Lord of the Rings is like it's not going public for. I think spring of 2023 is the date. Oh dear lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we'll play Raid Shadow Legends then. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> Dragon Champions, here we come. Um, oh my gosh. Let's yeah. Not. We'll all. I mean, we're gonna. The thing is, we're all gonna work through this together. So your opponents are going to be in the same exact spot as you. Um, that's that's what you have to remember too. Like, uh, random account B isn't going to know how these datacrons work because nobody knows how these datacrons work. Um, it's the same argument for three v three solo. It, it it is, and I didn't hear. Well, the GL thing is the same complaint I hear every three v three, which that's that's valid for three v three. But it is everyone that faced fair matchups. I didn't hear them say oh my god this is awful because i lost because i'm an idiot um i mean they might have thought that but you know but just roll with it like just just roll with it for a month uh gac is not going to be the stress point it's it's going to be territory wars um <laughs> because i have no clue i have no clue like we said earlier it's basically you have to trust your guild and if you don't trust your guild or they're not good, if you if you were relying on, um, you know, streaming or something and hand holding in territory wars, like territory officers can't can't do that. They they shouldn't be doing it now with fifty in its own. But by God, with datacrons, like these people need to be able to sleep. Like you're gonna have to build a guild that just you can trust to follow directions and that's that's not always easy i know it's not easy because i god i recruited for how many years um it's you know what it's gonna it's how it's gonna shake up it's gonna be the guilds like like you know like the gauntlet guilds mostly have good players like they're not the ones you have to worry about and and guilds like clones unleashed that are building something um, they're they're gonna have they might have an adjustment period, but like they, they've already started building something. Um, it, it's going to be interesting these the guilds that were just casual and I mean true casual like yeah we, we win more than we lose, but that's because um, you know people don't care about territory wars. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt. Uh, I'm, I'm really curious. I'm also really curious to see how many datacrons and materials come in TW rewards. Is it going to be like the R9 BS of winner gets five and loser gets one? Because that's that's going to be awful. Right. Oh, well, yeah. I mean... I, th- I feel like that was that's going to be the secondary way to get them. But. Yeah. Um, uh, so, it, God, and what about what are what are these um, guilds that have forced TW sit outs or sandbags? Like, 
it's easy to say, hey, sit out because you're not going to get R9 materials because the average player that's not spending money isn't going to have more than more, enough materials to have multiple R9s. Uh, right. Like when you when it comes to Datacrons, that's you're now starting to make them miss a bunch of resources like a bunch of resources and are people going to stand for that i we'll find out <laughs> we'll find out together uh yeah it's um uh, so yeah i've been thinking of playing this new game it's called uh star wars galaxy of heroes 2.0 um, <laughs> yep it's yeah. here yeah, it's almost yeah. It's, it's just about here. So it's uh, it'll be interesting, you know. Hope I, I might might start making videos for that for that at some point. <laughs> Should be interesting. Oh man, um, yeah. But we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fight through this together, people. We will fight through it together. I promise you. the The world <laughs> has not ended yet. Or we'll stagnate and die together. <laughs> 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 I'm laughing because I'm sad. <laughs> uh, I'm actually, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not that worried, frankly. I mean, that this could, th this is a fundamental shift, and it, there, there is absolutely risk involved. Um, CG hasn't ruined the game yet. I know that it, they've, accused, they've been accused of doing that lots of times. <laughs> I've been accused of being a simp lots of times, and yet, up to this point. This game has been fun and actually has increased in fun for me. I've enjoyed it more and more as we've continued to play. And th this is a danger point. This could just totally go very sideways. I, I think after yeah. after this game's been around for this long and what, like it seems like they have they, they understand what it takes to make to help people enjoy the game. And so I, I guess I mean I'm willing to try it. But, yeah. yeah yeah i do feel nervous but yeah well that's 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 what we got um you know uh all right so why don't we move on a little bit to what there's two podcast questions that are left um sure one and i really like this one it's actually it was in the chat that i stole um in gac with the addition of inquisitors and sortie and Radis um, and First Order Tie Pilot now with the Omicron. We have so many teams. Do you think we start seeing the return of super team comps uh, when we have so many options? I mean, Datacron's willing, but I mean that that's always been an inevitability of the GAC system. And if they continue to release characters, they're going to eventually form super teams like that. Yeah. That that's that's the case with territory wars too. I mean, the the quality of teams keeps getting, you know, more and more, I don't know, uh, suffocating because it keeps being more and more good characters and more and more good. Like the the density of those teams just has to increase if you want to be competitive. So, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I I, I think we're going to see super teams, and with Datacrons, I think. I think we're just going to break up the traditional teams. Um, Some of them, for sure. Yeah, I not all of them, but like there's and there's some Datacrons are, can be so broken, like Bad Batch, right? You get 
these da- datacrons for Bad Batch, again, 10% max health damage for every debuff, and then basically deployable cooling systems. And Echo is doing his AoE every turn <laughs> and uh, doing 10% or, well, really 20% max health damage every single turn. Um, if you can get, and this is fun, Dad Bod Boba, right? His AI spams debuffs or spams the um, AOE. So if you can get uh, max health damage or some, or, you know, like a deployable cooling systems or something on him that does damage with, with debuffs, he's just going to spam that AOE and just steal banner after banner after banner, no matter what team you put him on. We're going to see some fun things pop out. Yeah, we might. Yeah, I mean, yeah, people are going to come up with some random crap and we're going to be like, hey, this is cool. Hey, this is a counter. Oh, it's three. it's been three months. Never mind. Right. Um, so, so I do think I do think that there's a decent chance that a lot of the more basic uh, like mechanics that they're introducing now will be in circulation pretty commonly even if it's not always available that we'll we'll see it a lot more often i mean probably just the way conquest is it's like how you know they they cycle through yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's we're gonna see um we're we're gonna see a lot (laughs) we are going to see a lot and it's gonna be how people use their datacrons and it's we're going to see well i think people are going to struggle to adjust in the beginning and we're going to see the same old same old of the gls in the front zone but it's it's really i mean a trap in the back zone has never meant more than now the datacrons because they can't scout what you did uh good lord um traps Traps are going to be all the rage in the back. I mean, that's the way I play, period. So <laughs> Right, right. I, but now, now you know, like in 3v3, everyone, or actually not even 3v3, last 5v5 season, I complained incessantly how every single round was four GLs and a star killer. And consistently, it was four GLs in the front and then a star killer in the back, or like, three GLs in the front and a star and, you know, and star killer and then a GL in the back. Like I, God, that, I don't think that's the way I, I honestly don't think that's the way. Um, nope. I mean, yeah, we'll just have to see. And the thing is, especially early on, you can actually trap without, with non GL teams now, like you, yeah. you could potentially, if, if you come up with a good combo that, that no one oh, else, yeah. else has seen like and your, your team happens to be fast enough for it or whatever meet the right criteria like people are gonna and people are gonna trip up so much initially like they're yeah. just gonna be like i had no idea that 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 data crown was gonna interact that way that that was right. clever well done or you know right. more like f-u-c-g <laughs> for like, my for my lack of foresight <laughs> or dash on chewy modded and dash does the aoe every single turn can you imagine how stupid that's gonna be i can imagine quite a bit yeah but you're right there's gonna be a lot of stupidness like (laughs) 
there, there's just gonna be times that I'm just gonna like be staring at the screen as some random like Jawa slash Ewok uh, like uh, like just you know combination of those two factions just somehow dismantles me uh, you know and for some reason <laughs> Jin is there you're like what, yeah. what what just happened like someone tell me what the hell that was <laughs> I have no idea. That was an abomination, yeah. and it, should, it needs to be killed with fire. <laughs> oh, it's uh, yeah. God. Oh, what a mess next week is going to be. But you know what? Hey, next week's podcast, we're actually going to have some of these things. <laughs> we can actually talk about what we've got. Um, oh, yeah. We won't be able to tell anyone, like, the, the direct application. Yeah, yeah, we're like... Yeah, this could, it could be the ultimate. Like, oh yeah, like my dad could beat up your dad, even though right. even though the dads have no intention of beating each other up. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, oh God, last podcast question kind of went off. Oh, yeah. Far field there. Um. Yeah. How much? How? Or where should you stop with speed on fives? I find myself wanting to make him fast, but then I wind up pulling any decently fast mods off him put on more speed needed characters um so do you care about speed on fives i don't actually he has the yeah. right mechanics to just like leave him as is and he ends up being the fastest character anyways um yeah i mean in theory it's nice for him to be able to like boost his friends by a bunch of speed once he dies right. but I don't know how much that comes into play anyways, for the most part. So I don't know. What, yeah. what are your thoughts? I've never, I've never seen speed on fives make that big of a difference. Um, right. And I've run them. I've run them with a speed arrow. I've run them with a protection arrow. It doesn't, it doesn't matter like at all. Um, so I put some speed on them. I don't, don't have them without speed, but if he only has 80 speed on him, I don't think the world is going to end. Oh, dear Lord, you're such an elitist. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Well, no, but you know what I mean. Like, if, if he doesn't have For a us, ton of yeah. speed on him, it doesn't matter. Right. Like, he, you shouldn't be using your best mods, uh, like right. your best speed mods on fives, because he's one of those characters who can do just fine like you're right you we shouldn't be putting zero speed on him but at the same time like he's one of those characters who like i i put him in a video that said like which characters can be slow like which characters can you just use yeah. like your defense set at, or health if you need to or whatever other sets with protection primaries and then just low speed secondaries like he's a character you could get by without being super fast yeah um it's yeah offense arrow yeah yep <laughs> like you can actually that 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 would be okay so, <laughs> you know i'd say protection is probably better yep yep um but yeah. how fast my fives is let's see if i pass your your elitist shenanigans here. i don't even know if i passed my elitist shenanigans for to be clear um i was just i just pulled off a slow number <laughs> i don't <laughs> i have 75 speed <laughs> uh, that's too bad <laughs> let's see yeah I, I can't my i can't imagine mine is gonna fare any better though let's yeah, see. yeah I, have, I, have, I have 68 speed on mine yeah i have 
I have a protection arrow with a total of nine speed on it. Ooh, my protection arrow has zero speed on it. It has. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's protection arrow with some percent health and ten percent tenacity. Look at me, that's weird. I don't know. Oh, don't you worry. Don't mind it's protection me. primary. That's what's important. More. Well, yeah, defense set with protection primary. Then apparently yeah. tenacity is somewhat there. But yeah, you only yeah. have sixty three percent tenacity, so clearly not what I was going for specifically. But <laughs> oh, all right. Um let's let's take this baby into the home stretch um so right. I, in terms of what we did to start preparing for gac next week i did mm-hmm. i did a lot because um I, <laughs> I i've been i've been hoarding relic materials to see what the road ahead said saw what the road ahead said and moved on so like i said earlier i got bastila grief Droidica and Zalbar all to R5. Um, I got Ninth Sister to R8. I got IG88 to R7. I got Juhani to R6. And I got T3. Well, T3 is currently Relic Zero. Before before GAC lock, he'll boost up. Um, because I, I am planning on having Sortie ready for next week. So T3 is gonna be up there, but I I did Bastila Grief and Zalbar, and so I couldn't get T3 up yet. Um, but yeah, so that's I had I I I applied a lot of relics this week. Yeah, that's a ton. Yeah. Uh, what about you? What did you do this week? Um. So, I guess I got IG88. To, I don't know if he's relic six or seven. Um, he'll be seven at least pretty soon. Um, I, I, so I'm just an impulsive player. I, I always have been, and I've been wanting to put Relic 8 on Han Solo for literally since Relic 8 came out, and it's been killing me inside every day that he has him. So today I happen to have all the materials just like ready and available when I, ha- I was looking at Han, was looking at something in his kit, and I just noticed that there was this like... You know, I clicked on his relics. I was like, oh, I wonder how much, you know, how much offense would I gain or whatever. And and uh, the upgrade button was available. And I just <laughs> and, and I just took it. I just he's, he's nowhere near uh, like he's not on the list to get relic eight right now, but he is relic eight. And I find that I am entirely unapologetic about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um... So so, yeah. <laughs> There's that, and otherwise nothing. <laughs> oh, all right, well, that's hey, that's something though. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the ironic part is then. Then I went to go and do territory battles, and I, I apparently attacked the wrong node. Um, like the they didn't, my guild didn't mark which one had normally as General Grievous, and I forgot, so I just ah. so I just guessed, and and so I ran in. I only got three out of four waves, anyways, even with <laughs> Relic Eight. So. <laughs> Uh, oh man yep kicked in the nuts <laughs> but <laughs> uh that's okay that's uh i'll just yeah. i'll just blame it on the on the jedi jedi night luke bug <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the way to do it oh, oh man um mm, that'll be good <laughs> so yeah um 
and I'm also I'm working on sortie like like you are. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully ready. If she keeps not showing up to the store, and uh, I might spend a week in GAC without her. We'll see. Yeah, I uh, I'd really like to have her for the first week. I should. Um, I think I should. She's she shows up. I get four short shards of her every every reset on that. You know how they added that the crystals on the top line. Um, she shows up there for me every single store reset. Um, oh, does she? Yeah. On, on the the daily store, you're saying? On the uh, the regular shipments. Yeah, I I haven't I've seen her like twice so far. Oh, she's she's there literally every reset uh, for me. Um, yeah, I, I could have uh, I totally could have farmed Cara uh, not Cara Dune um Bo-Katan up to up to seven stars by now that she's all that shows up. But <laughs> uh, well, at least at least their mechanic is working for me. Apparently, not for you. Um, yeah, I'm I'm a little bitter, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, all right. With that said, it's probably probably a good place to end the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm tired of talking about Datacrons, actually. Well, we still we still have Friday and next Monday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll I'll take I'll take a, my respite where I can though. Um, yeah. This. The, oh man, I'm I'm. I'm nervous to be honest I just I want I want someone to tell me everything is going to be fine and actually know that it's going to be actually fine uh Zareth everything is going to be fine <laughs> there I got half of that right oh um, <laughs> you did <laughs> it's like a team America if, yeah <laughs> if you could uh if you could tell me if you told me that you'd never die I'd make love to you right now <laughs> He's like, I promise I will never die. <laughs> oh. oh, all right. Times. So um, with that said, guys, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, stream yep. schedule this week. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on the GAC lab tomorrow night with Brill and Icehouse and Go Cubs and all those guys. Um, That's fun. That, that is 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central. Uh, I'm not streaming at all on my own channel until till next week. So uh, we, on Friday, we're just going to do something. Yeah, there will be a, a thing with stuff. There, there will be a thing that we will figure out and t- let you know about. And Zareth, are you... Do you think you're going to be streaming at all this week? Oh, I probably will, actually. I, last week, I, I kept, like, I was pretty sick last week, so um, I was lucky enough to get some videos out. But uh, this this week, I'm I'm young and hale once again, I'm sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get a, a stream in or two. We need to need to do something. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know which, which days. I, I'm guessing Wednesday might be the day for me. But... Uh, fair enough fair enough all right guys uh so remember um don't quit yet see how datacrons are and uh evil sucks yeah guys don't be dicks and that that goes for you too datacrons (laughs) 